Star Wars 7x7 episode 1284 today. Let's explore the advances in stealth technology that we get to see in The Last Jedi. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Boivod. And I'm sure you will remember this line from The Empire Strikes Back. It's one uttered by Captain Nita when the Millennium Falcon blows by the bridge of the Star Destroyer Avenger. And he wants it to be tracked and finds out that it's not on their scopes. And he says, no ship that small has a cloaking device. Well, you know, 30-odd years on from that moment, you would expect that stealth technology would have advanced to some degree within the galaxy. But by the events of The Last Jedi, it seems that that is not really the case. And so far, this has been verified, at least as far as any of these things can be verified, by the incredible cross-sections book for The Last Jedi, which was very kindly sent to me by the folks at DK Publishing. So thank you very much, DK peeps, for that. And one of the ships that's mentioned in the book that has any kind of stealth technology in it is the TIE Silencer. That, of course, would be Kylo Ren's personal starfighter. But even then, it's not full cloaking technology. It's just listed as having stealth technology that's designed to foil sensors. Specifically, it's called an advanced stealth field generator, and it is described as experimental technology. So, yeah, a ship that small having any kind of cloaking? Well, yeah, they haven't gotten there yet, is basically what it amounts to, which is rather surprising. You know, three years or 30 years, excuse me, (laughs) of working on this stuff. Yeah, and they are apparently no closer to cloaking these kinds of ships. And it certainly doesn't appear on anything bigger in The Last Jedi either. None of the Star Destroyers, and certainly not the Supremacy itself, none of them have any cloaking technology. None of the Resistance ships have cloaking technology. Yes, I will get to those Resistance transports in a moment, because that is not actually cloaking technology. That's something else. In fact, you know what? Why don't we get into it right now? Because I was also sent a copy of the Cobalt Squadron novel by the folks at Disney Publishing, which is really cool. And this has become the bedtime reading between myself and Scorekeeper Declan, which is great fun. And one of the things that is revealed in Cobalt Squadron is the fact that Rose Tico, that would be, of course, the character played by Kelly Marie Tron in The Last Jedi, she is responsible for having developed something resembling cloaking technology, but not really. It's more like a baffler than it is an actual outright cloaking device. And it's sort of in an experimental mode in Cobalt Squadron. This is the first test of it happening with a resistance bomber that's on a mission to an Altera system. And we'll talk about Cobalt Squadron in due time. But in the meantime, it turns out that the experimental thing that Rose works on for this with the Baffler technology works. And so it's Admiral Holdo that says, all right, well, let's deploy this quote-unquote poor being's cloak to the rest of the fleet. Here's how it's described in the Incredible Cross-Sections book. It says, The Resistance has hastily equipped many of its more vulnerable vessels, shuttles, transports, lifeboats, and even escape pods, with jury-rigged baffler technology that makes them harder to detect. 
A young flight engineer, Rose Tico, created a prototype baffler to hide a resistance bomber in a spy mission in the Altera system, linking a droid brain with an assembly of engine baffles, shunts, and fuel tanks. After Rose's creation successfully reduced the bomber's ion emissions and made its energy signature harder to detect, Vice Admiral Holdo ordered this poor being's cloak to be adopted throughout the fleet. So when you hear the folks on the Supremacy talk about running a decloaking scan, you know, that was one that I heard that I was like, okay, so first there's cloaking technology, so then I guess you have to fight that by coming up with decloaking technology, right? But it isn't necessarily a full decloaking situation because it wasn't really cloaked. It's just trying to find a way to manage the exhaust of a starship of any kind, a, you know, in this case, a resistance shuttle, so that it's harder to detect. So it's not by any means a perfect situation. But that, of course, does raise the question, how do actual cloaked ships disguise their engine exhausts so that way they aren't detected? And it's probably something similar to this baffler situation that Rose has invented, at least it's been probably invented somewhere else and somehow the resistance doesn't have access to this kind of technology and Rose just happened to come up with it. So yeah, there are some things in The Last Jedi, surprise, surprise, that you just get to accept at face value and roll with. And hey, that's okay. But that does also alter the notion of Rose Tico as a quote unquote nobody. The movie just set her up as somebody who is working behind pipes all day, right? And she gets thrust into this particular situation and has to rise to the occasion. But she isn't really just a nobody. She actually has some rather brilliant technical know-how to be able to come up with a system like this. But in a way, it does fit with something that The Last Jedi is trying to do, which is basically remind us that it's not just the vaunted Skywalker bloodline that can do anything extraordinary in these Star Wars movies, right? You know, you've got all sorts of nobodies that are asked to step up, whether it's Finn, who is just a nobody from the First Order, who defected and ended up in a very pivotal situation, whether it's Rey, who was a nobody from Jakku, who also happened to have to step up in an extraordinary situation, but also happened to have access to manipulating the Force, which is something that it didn't used to be only Skywalkers who could do that. It used to be everybody in the galaxy had, you know, people from their species who could do that, it seemed. But yeah, now we're getting back to that idea of it's not just Skywalkers, it's anyone. And then people like Rose, who, you know, allegedly don't talk to very many people at all, have no social skills and are working behind pipes all day, but are still able to contribute in very powerful and interesting ways. And that's almost everything that deals with cloaking and stealth technology. But there is one other thing that actually isn't addressed in the Incredible Cross-Sections book that happens in the movie. And I'm going to talk to you about that one in a moment. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So I've only seen the movie four times. I know, gee, four times. Wow. So I don't have it utterly and completely embedded in my brain. But I do know, at least off the top of my head, that there is a scene where as Rose and Finn arrive back 
where the First Order fleet is chasing the resistance with DJ that they have to break onto the Supremacy. And they have to do that by getting past any sensors, uh, you know, showing their arrival, and also by slicing a hole in their shield so that way they can fly in that stolen craft. The Libertine, by the way, is what its name is, according to the Incredible Cross-Sections book. So that isn't really, at least is my understanding of it, so much of a stealth or a cloaking activity as it is a hack of the First Order systems. There's nothing in the cross-sections book that suggests that the Libertine has any kind of stealth or cloaking technology, and I checked the visual dictionary for that one as well, and yeah, same thing. So this is me racking my brain trying to remember what it was the DJ was doing when he had that keypad that he was going and typing in super fast when he was getting ready to get them on board the Supremacy, and I don't know. You can comment at the blog post of this show's episode at SW7X7.com if you remember something differently about this. But I believe that it was just a hack of the First Order sensors and of their shield generators and not an actual cloaking stealth situation. Ultimately, what it comes down to, stealth technology and cloaking technology, really the biggest example of it I think there has been so far in the new canon is the Carrion Spike, which is Governor Tarkin's personal StarCraft. And that actually reappeared not too long ago in the Poe Dameron comic series. And unfortunately, it is no more. It has been destroyed. So the really only strong extant of any successful cloaking technology is gone from the galaxy as far as we know it. And that right there is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.